Hey, good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Mentor Musings. My name is Dennis, and I'm joined, as always, with Brett and JC. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you today? Great, Dennis. How are you doing? Doing good. Thank you. Excellent. Awesome. Uh, So let's just jump right into it. Uh, I've got a question. This is called Mentor Answers. Uh, The question that I have is uh, based on, you know, how a lot of new companies, when they're started off, uh, you get a big churnover rate when you have for your employees. Uh, What can founders do to be able to retain those employees and keep them in the long run to possibly an exit? What would you two suggest? JC, why don't you run with this first? I'll, I'll pile on after. Yeah, so, I mean, definitely companies at any stage, hiring is a really fundamentally important uh, operational decision, right? And I think it starts with actually picking the right person. You know, usually when you talk about retention issues for a startup, it's it boils down to one of two things. It's either you've hired the wrong person for the wrong role or the person that you've hired is not ready to work in kind of the fast-paced craziness that is a startup environment you know there's a lot of people out there who will go and recruit you know kind of corporate experts who are subject matter um, thought leaders in an area but they're not really ready to work in kind of this really weird cycle of wearing multiple hats and 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 having a lot of ambiguity with everything that goes on day to day so i think retention actually starts with understanding am i recruiting the right person for the right role and is this person really ready to be engaged in, in just the overall startup life cycle? Yeah, I think that that's good advice. And I think getting the the fit with the company is probably more important than the skill set, which may sound counterintuitive because you need somebody that can do a job. But if you don't get the right fit with the right company, I, I don't care how good they are, it's not going to be a good long-term fit. And you know, when you think about the early stage, if we're talking about early stage of these companies, wrong hires can be very, very costly, right? Because the, the opportunity cost that you had to get the person on board, it's the wrong person, you're figuring out it's the wrong person, it could be another six months till you let that person go and then start the recruiting process again. With that being said, though, I do think it's important to, I hate the word fail fast, right? But if it's not a fit, make the change early. It's it's going to benefit both. And I've heard both schools of thought on this of, hey, I don't spend a ton of time retiring or on looking at the recruiting piece of it. I want to find the right fit, but then we'll decide quickly if it's the right fit or not versus spending, you know, over analysis of getting the right person into the role. So that sounded really wishy-washy that I heard myself say it. But, you know, I think it's finding the right fit for the company. Can you teach some of the skills that they need? Or if it's the early stage, if you need a very specialized set of skills, you're going to have to find it. But be willing to move quickly if it's if it's not the right fit. You know, time is money and you just can't afford to, to extend these type of bad fit situations. And, and speaking of money, like what are the ways to like compensate you know, somebody to be able to retain them because it's not all about just equity because equity is a great like starting point for a new employee. Like, hey, you're coming in, you're starting off with us. You understand you're going to be wearing a lot of hats. Equity is a great little carrot on a stick. Like, is that the main focus that a founder should like focus on or should it be like stock options or just pay? Yeah, I mean, what I would say, Dennis, is this, is that, um, Number one, it's, it's really interesting when you're a founder because chances are you yourself are first sacrificing the opportunity cost of what you could be making at you know, any other job. You know, if you're an attorney, a doctor, if you're a sales executive, marketing, doesn't matter. You know, 
your first investment in the business is what you're not making. The second investment is the fact that you typically as the founders are not taking a salary you know, really at all in the earlier stages. So whoever your initial employees are, number one, they are going to presumably potentially be actually compensated higher than you from a, from a cash standpoint. And that can be weird for founders to kind of understand. But what you have to remember is, is that they are not as invested as you, that even if they're bought into the vision and even if they feel like they're part of the, the ground floor of something, nobody has more to gain or more to lose than you. So to expect your employees to have kind of that ride or die commitment, having no relationship with the company or you previously, that takes a long time to generate. So I do think you have to compensate on, on both sides. What I would say is this, to Brett's point, you know, you are going to, like everybody is going to make the wrong hire. Like. I've yet to see a startup that hasn't gotten their first couple hires at least at best marginally correct and usually uh, you know kind of absolutely like abject incorrectness. So I think it's about from a compensation standpoint doing something where you can recruit but also doing something where you're mitigating the risk or the exposure of that employee. So for example, you have a 90-day windup, you know, and and if you're playing an employee um, you know kind of below market value for what they're expecting you know, do that for the first 90 days. And then after it's been kind of a prove it period to each other, then you can accelerate them to, you know, whatever their normal pay would be. And obviously, if you're offering equity to anyone, whether it's a co-founder or it's an employee, you must have a vesting schedule. In a lot of cases, you specifically may want to put in uh, sort of a repurchase clause with your employee stock options so that the company retains the right past or up to a certain period to actually repurchase the stock options or repurchase the stock grants that have happened. Because I can tell you that dead equity is, is a very, very real thing. You will get to the end of this if you're successful and look at the people uh, who, who are in your cap table that really didn't contribute um, you know, beyond a certain margin. And that's almost always going to be early employees that you gave equity to that ultimately didn't retain. Yeah, and, and I just add to that a little bit though, that too, that man, it's have a plan, right? Just don't go out and hire, hey, I need this skill set. You may need it, but have it as part of a broader plan. It's just still amazes me the number of founders, especially in the early stage, that think that they need something, but don't think through the entire process, right? Is this a short-term need that you need? You know, you, JC, you and I have talked about outsourcing is a, a big believer that if you can, if you need a specific task, or skill set? Is there a partner you can leverage in the early days to take advantage of that, but work towards the people aspect of your plan and understand where the gaps are going to be uh, and not be reactionary and, and hire somebody. I think too often that's where the mistakes happen. It's too quick. Um, there's other options is what I'm saying. Cool. Any other final thoughts? Hiring Nothing. is hard. Expect to get it wrong and, and live in the mistakes you make. It's okay. All right. But be quick, right? Don't over, don't overthink it, right? But have a plan with it and yeah, be willing to move quickly. And I think the expectation from both sides, because if you've got an employee uh, that you've hired, that's not the right fit. You're knowing it's not the right fit. The employee probably understands it's not the right fit and they're probably not happy either. So I think rarely have I seen it where one side thinks it's working great and the other side doesn't. <laughs> so it's okay to have that conversation. Just be open and honest as it starts and, and just make sure, you know, both sides are, are happy. Excellent. Well, thank you, gentlemen. I appreciate your answers. Phenomenal. Uh, everybody, if you enjoyed what you listened to and uh, what you see, please like, subscribe. You can find us on YouTube. You can find us on Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, uh, and also on LinkedIn. 
Thank you, JC. Thank you, Brett. And we hope to see everyone in the next one. Thanks, Jesus.